What's up, everybody, and welcome to the Created Podcast. I'm your host, Teddy Osuna, and today I'm joined by Jose Escobar. How's it going? (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, get back to what you asked me. So, what I do for outside of photography is I'm a manager of a group home. Okay, nice. So, um, we take care of adults with developmental disabilities. Mm -hmm. So, there's uh, four people with autism and two people with cerebral palsy. Okay. And two of the four have epilepsy as well. Oh, wow. So and they're 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 kind of like big kids, right? So none of them can shower themselves, none of them can go to the bathrooms by themselves. Right, right, right. We have to do everything for them, literally, like get them up in the morning, take them to the bathroom, shower them, wow. shave them, brush their teeth, what have you. Like yeah. all the things that you and I just like, boom, we gotta do it yeah, real quick. Yeah, yeah. We gotta do for them. Oh wow, that's crazy. Yeah. So I've been doing that since I was uh, pretty much since I was. My mom's been doing that since I was born, and then when I turned eighteen. She opened her own home, and she I kind of just started uh, running that business oh, for her. Yeah, right yeah. Right so on. she's the owner, and I run it for her. That's awesome, man. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. What about you? What do you do? I, I've honestly, this is probably the longest I've ever talked to you outside of. I like, know the, the meetups. <laughs> yeah. Stuff. Yeah. Um, I work in the IT industry. I've done multiple variants of that uh-huh. for different companies, but right now I'm working for Sharp. Okay. Um, and I worked a night shift, but oh shit. You know, since I'm going to be moving, I'm not going to have much. Uh, Why are you moving? Uh, I just want to own a house, man. Yeah, you know yeah I, mean? I feel like, you, bro. I don't want a mortgage anymore. So <clears throat> put my put my place up for sale. Someone came and picked it up and then uh, put money down on a house. Oh, damn. Where are you going like to move to? Cash. Um, oh, Arizona. Okay. I'm going to be out just outside of Vegas. Okay. So That's right by up. the Grand Canyon. Damn. Yeah, my yeah. cousin just moved out to, or well, not just, he moved out to Vegas like right before the whole pandemic started. Oh yeah, yeah. Him and his mom bought a house out there, cash like just like you, and, and chilling out there. Yeah, I mean that's that's what everybody's doing, man. Getting out of California. And, yeah, Joe Rogan's out there in Texas or whatever too. Yeah, dude. Everybody like yeah. uh, Tesla. They moved all out there. Yeah, like built a whole plant and stuff. Yeah, everybody's it's, getting getting out. Of it's cheaper in Cal- out out of California because all the fucking taxes that they want to charge you. Yeah, it's ridiculous. It's, it's ridiculous, man. Especially if you own a business, dude. Like, Tell like a about- big business. I mean, I'm. You know, Even for small businesses, dude, like the taxes are crazy. Yeah, I have to because I do a lot of bookkeeping as well for it, and it's just like, man, where's why do we have to pay so much in taxes? I know. Where's like, all this going? Luckily, you know, small time photographer, <laughs> it's not too uh, not too heavy. Yet. Yeah. So speaking of photography, what got you into photography? <clears throat> Honestly, I've been into photography ever since like high school. Okay. Uh, we did. Uh, you know, you shoot film and then you play around with it, get to develop it yourself mm-hmm. and stuff like that, and I liked it. Um, but I really didn't pick it up until uh, I started seeing a bunch of photos. Uh, this is after college. Okay. And um, I started seeing a bunch of, like, landscape depth of field photos and okay. stuff like that, like super shallow and stuff. And I really started to dig that. Um, and then I picked up a camera, and uh, a friend of mine, he runs his own business, actually, uh, out here in San Marcos. He does uh, fitness. Okay. He's a fitness coach out here. And um, he just he was just, uh, hey, dude, you you know, I like your colors. You need to start taking pictures of people. Yeah. And I was like, I, I mean, and I did street photography here and there, but like, I didn't want to take pictures of people. You know? like, <laughs> I, I, I like landscape and architecture. You don't like so. the people to talk back to you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? But, you know, he told me, he's like, dude, the beach isn't going to pay you to take their photos. You know what I mean? True. So, um, yeah, that's, he actually, uh, he kind of mentored me in that because he's done mag. he's been in magazines okay. and stuff for physical fitness. And, um, he basically just took me outside and he had me take pictures of him and stuff. Yeah. And then I, he was like, go ahead and edit them. And then 
I would edit him and send him back, and he would literally just be like, this is what you need to fix, this is what you need to fix. So this, he kind of knew what he was looking tone. for? Yeah, he because he's been in covers gotcha. and stuff like that, so like he knew what it was supposed to look like. Yeah. And in like three months, uh, like my stuff had grown so okay. much, like how far in my editing. Yeah. Um, and then I just kind of ran with it after that. I was that's like, this is kind of cool. So, yeah. But well, that's uh, how everyone pretty much starts. It's like that one person's like, yo, come take a picture of me real quick. Yeah, yeah, totally. I mean... I'm curious to know because, like, even for you, every photographer that I've asked, mm-hmm. they never start as a portrait photographer. They're always like landscape yeah. or even street. Like, used to go to the meetups where, like, you know, the smoke bombs mm-hmm. and like the people, you know, breathing fire and yeah. stuff like that, wearing masks to like take over LA and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Um, that was super cool. I used to like doing that. Um, but yeah, never like serious like portrait photography or anything like that. Yeah. But, just, like, what about you? You too, or? It was weird. Like, I just, like, you kind of just fell into it. Yeah. So, uh, I bought my camera. Like, uh, I bought a Nikon D3100 okay. when my daughter was, like, fuck, uh, three or four. Because I had her when I was super young. I had her when I was 17. Oh, wow. So, when I started working more and more and I got money, I was like, oh, maybe I, maybe I should capture these moments, you know? Yeah. And my camera just sat for a while. I was like, I don't really want to take pictures. And then um, my cousin... And I started podcasting a couple years into me getting the camera, and I started using that as a video camera. Right. And then he, we met this dude, and he's he's like, "Oh, I'm I'm a musical artist. Can you kind of come shoot some behind the scenes video for me?" And he said that to my cousin, so he took my camera, and I was like, "Hey, that actually looks kind of fun. I want to try that." So then I got into it, and then the next time he he asked him, I said, "Hey, can I go and help out as well?" And so I took my camera, I took some pictures, and I was like, oh, this is actually kind of fun. I should kind of get into it. Right, right, right. So, yeah, I just uh, from there, I just started shooting more and more. And then the whole portrait thing was just, uh, when you're on music video sets, there's models around just doing nothing. Right. So I just started taking pictures of them and just kind of went from there. Oh, damn. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, that's kind of the crazy thing is, like, I, I started in video, too, mm-hmm. more so. I was more interested in video. Yeah. Um, and then... And then, yeah, I, I got a, uh, what was my first camera? The the original, like, 7, 7D or something. Canon? Canon, yeah. Oh, okay. Um, was it a The 7D? No, it, it was a, or it was the a Rebel. T2i. Okay. Yeah, T2i was, like, the first camera. Mm-hmm. And then um, and then I moved up to a 7, 7D and a 6D because I wanted to do video. And okay. Everybody's like, the 6D is like, you know, low light video king yeah. and blah, blah, blah. Um, and then by that time, I started getting into like portrait photography gotcha. too and stuff. So then I went to Nikon for a little while. Okay. Um, it was cool. <laughs> no, I honestly, like, if I could go back, I probably mm-hmm. would have stayed with Nikon. Really? Yeah, now that they got yeah. mirrorless and stuff, okay. like their stuff is like super good. Yeah. Um, I just love the colors mm-hmm. yeah. of Nikon. Like when I switched to Sony, I was just like, dude, what am I going to do with like, I had like this whole workflow with Nikon and okay. now I'm like, what am I going to do on Sony? You know? Yeah. Um, but for video at the time, Sony was just killing it. Yeah. yeah. I, mean, I remember when the 4K, A7, like, the, the original A7S came out yeah. and everyone was super hyped about that one. Yeah. Cause I was in, um, I was, I was going to school at Palomar for video production Okay. and they had just gotten the A7S and the teacher there was like, you guys have to shoot on this. It's like the revolutionary camera. I was like, what's so great about it? Because right. <laughs> I didn't really yeah. know anything when I got into it. But um, And even then, it was funny because you know how right now a lot of people are talking shit on Canon, the R5 and the R6 because of their overheating? Right. 
Oh, Sony's but, overheated like crazy, dude. Yeah, and then everyone's like talking shit like, yo. But the Sony's were overheating yeah. years ago. Like, obviously, there's years of right. R&D that go into it. So now they're a lot better. But, you know, let them have their time with their first mirrorless cameras and stuff. Yeah. I just think the pricing on the Canon and Nikon is just not competitive. Cause, really? Yeah. I mean, you look at the R5 and the R6. They're like, what, five grand, four grand, something like that? Uh, yeah, they are. You know, they're pretty like, pricey. Yeah, and... When you look at the Sony's, when they first came out with the, uh, even the A7S, mm-hmm. they were only asking like twenty four hundred or twenty yeah. five hundred for it at the time. So for, like right now, what what is it the the new the A9, yeah, or the A92 or something like the other Sony's that just came out, like yeah, still cheaper than the R5. Yeah, you know those like, are crazy good cameras too. Yeah, I think, I think they just uh, if they if you're gonna be behind on the technology, at least make your pricing you know competitive. True definitely yeah. sell more bodies that way because especially coming from nikon and canon mm-hmm. when i had a d810 okay and then i was gonna go uh i was actually gonna buy that camera because oh, I, yeah. I went from the the, the 3100 to the d7100 right and right. i was already in the nikon workflow as well right so i was like shit should i go to the 750 or the 810 right and that was my dilemma too i was like dude 750 is nice mm-hmm. 810 but 810 at that time was like the banger yes. you know what i mean and then like um, the 850 came out, mm-hmm. and I was like, "Oh man, I should get, I should get the 850." And then when I looked at the price, I was like, "I, I, was, I turned around and looked at the A7R3 and the A7R2s, mm-hmm. and I was like, man, it's that's it's the, comparable, yeah.' yeah so the I, A7R3s right there, yeah. And so I just, I made the jump, yeah. at the time and just jumped over. Um, I had a little A7, the first one, okay. I didn't really, it was a little clunky because it was like the original A7, yeah. Um, but it wasn't too bad. I didn't shoot with it all the time, uh, but but once the once the second generation and even the third generation mm-hmm. came out, I was like, all right, I'm I'm in. You know what I mean? It was like, funny as I um, before I got the A7R4, I was shooting with the 5D Mark IV. Dude, it's great camera. Yeah, and then I, I was like, ah, oh, maybe I want to get into mirrorless, and I got the the Sony A6000, I think, or A6300 or something like that. Right. It was one of those like uh, it kind of looked like a point and shoot, right, right? But it was an APS-C sensor yeah, yeah, yeah. and all that. And I couldn't wrap my head around the menu system for the life of me. Oh, yeah. Dude, it's so horrible. I was like, what is happening to me? Like, I couldn't grasp the concept of that menu. It took me forever. Yeah. And then finally, I was like, when I made the jump from the the Mark IV or the 5D to the R4, I was like, I got to learn it now because there's no going back. Right. <laughs> I already purchased it. Yeah. And that that's kind of my biggest gripe for Sony. Mm. Like, Sony, I'm looking at you guys. Like, Right. How come we can't get the cool menu system that the new body's got? Oh, I know. You know what I mean, like my A7 III, my A7R III, I can't get the R4. No, the R4 is, is still the same menu as this one. Which one is the The, the S3. The, oh, the S3 got the, the A9, right? Yes. Or, yeah. So they have the new menu system, the, the flip-out screen and all that stuff. Yeah, I just want the menu system. Just, <laughs> I've seen it. It's just so much more intuitive. It just works yeah. so much better. I'm pretty sure there's, they can do some firmware update or just fix it. but They don't want to. Yeah. Charges like a hundred bucks. I'd I'd pay for it. I'd pay, I'd pay for it right now. <laughs> yeah, like, dude. It's although I mean I don't know if I would right now because like I spent so much time like digging through and like setting up my favorites. Like mm-hmm. I know where everything is, but I mean yeah maybe I would. Yeah maybe, maybe I would because like it is. It's how faster. many how many pages do you have on your favorites menu? Four. Four. Okay. Yeah, yeah not yeah. too bad. Just to turn the ibis on and off when I'm on a gimbal. Yeah. And, like, um, turning off my electronic first curtain. Okay, gotcha. Uh, when working with, like, the Godox products mm-hmm. and stuff. Um, 
But yeah, nothing too, nothing too serious, nothing crazy. What's your setup right now that you're shooting with? Uh, right now I'm using the A7 III. Um, A7 R3 or the A7 III? No, A7 III. Okay. So I actually got, I sold my R3. Oh, dang, okay. And I went down to an A7 III. Mm-hmm. Um, mainly because I was shooting, I ended up shooting a lot of content where I needed, I was missing focus at the edges of my screen. Oh, okay. And... I just wanted the better focus, mm-hmm. um, the better. They say the video was sharper because it oversamples or whatever, um, which I wasn't really tripping off of. But mm-hmm. mainly it was the focusing and the and the low light. Gotcha. The A7, the A7R3 is it's nice, but low light is kind of yeah, hit or miss on yeah. it. Um, so yeah, I wanted to just make the make the jump and see what the hype was about on the on the seven three. But I'm running that, and then the um, the Sigma. 24 to 70 DN, okay. the uh, Sony Zeiss 51.4, nice. and I got rid of my 85, and I'm running the Sigma 105.28 macro. Oh, okay. oh, the macro, that's a new yeah, one, huh? Yeah, I decided to do that because it's got a different look. I was going to, I wanted to get macros for like um, beauty mm. and uh, like high-end retouching and stuff like that, uh, but the, I didn't have anything that I felt was like that sharp. Okay. Um, or meant to be that sharp, I should say. And I was going to get the, uh, the 90, uh-huh. the 90 macro that, you know, everybody talks the about. The G Master one? Yeah. yeah. But everybody was, uh, I was watching all the reviews on the 105 and it was like, you know, they were saying it's killer and it's like only like eight, 900 bucks. So. That's not bad. Yeah. So I picked it up and super solid. And like, Might have to get myself the 105 then. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if you're, I, I like running a macro cause yeah. I, I was bouncing between that and then going like. 135 GM, like Sony's like sharpest lens. Didn't you, know you have I mean? the 135? Because I, I had the Sigma 135, yeah. and it's not a DN. It was the like from the mirror, oh, okay. like from the DSLR. Yeah. It had that mount built into it, mm-hmm. so it was like that big Canon. Um, and it was it was cool. I, I did miss I did miss focus. Oh, okay. Um, quite a bit, and it was a little clunky. Gotcha. It wasn't as bad as the 85, but. It, w- it was there. So I picked up the, um, I actually ended up getting rid of it. Okay. And then running the uh, the 85 GM for a while. I just have the Sigma 85 and that thing's a killer, dude. That one. Yes. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. I, and you do miss. I mean. Uh, I haven't missed with that one. Is that the DN? Or I think so. I'm not sure. You can grab it and check it. I'm not sure. Oh, so that was the motor built in? No, it has the adapter right here. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, they made a new one. Yeah, I've seen that one. The DG, and it's like half, half the, the size. size. Yeah. yeah. It's super cool. Um, but That's why that one's so huge then. Yeah, yeah. I haven't, yeah. Luckily, I haven't missed focus with that one yet. Yeah, that's crazy. I mean, I, I missed with my 135. Damn. So, I mean... It, some lenses just hit or hit or miss, with, especially with third-party lenses yeah. like that. It's kind of like... Like, you could oh. have a killer copy, too. Like, your copy could be the best of the bunch. I mean, I, I would hope so. Because I've seen reviews on that 24 to 70 where inside the front element, it's just filled with dust. Yeah, people were... That's what I was worried about when uh-huh. I got mine because people were saying they were getting dust in there and stuff. I haven't had it happen yet. Yeah, I've had that one for a year and a half now. It's clean. Just oh, really? The, I've only had mine cap. for like three months. Okay. But. But yeah, I didn't know if it was like they started making better ones as they. I hope so. Yeah. Or they took care of the issue with like the newer copies. Yeah, because there was there there was some dude I was watching his his stuff on Instagram and he kept complaining and complaining and somebody was like, dude, just like take care of your lenses, because he he was 
this I don't know who it was, but I don't remember his name. But I came across his content a lot, and he would always talk about how he never put his lens cap on his lens. I'm like, yeah, it's kind of stupid. Like, why would you never do that? Really? Yeah. Uh, it was some random like thing that I was wa- I was just watching him, and then um, he started talking about how he had the twenty four to seventy, and then people were saying like, well, it's because you never keep your lens cap on it. Well, and then he started making yeah, yeah started making videos. He's like, no, my lens lens cap has nothing to do with it. Like, look at all my other lenses, and he showed them. They were all clean except for that the twenty four to seventy was yeah. completely just like messy as hell. Right. Yeah, that's kind of what I'm worried about. We'll see. I mean. I, I haven't had any issues with mine. I love that lens. Yeah, it's really good. Super versatile, and I didn't want to pay twenty two or twenty three hundred like, for the. I got GM. that one. I got both of these on sale, thankfully. Yeah. Well, I mean, I just didn't want to get the GM. No, no, yeah, I feel yeah, you. Yeah, you know, so that was just kind of like I didn't want to spend the money on that. Yeah, because what the twenty four to seventy is what like twenty four hundred something like that. Yeah, it's fucking crazy. Like I mean, and. I hope they come out. I'm looking at you, Sigma. Um, <laughs> I'm hoping they come out with the 7200 DN. Oh, yeah, you know what I mean. Because um, I mean, they make they make the, this one like the adapted one. It's called like the Speed Master or something like that. Yeah. Um, but I really hope that they make one for the mirrorless. Yeah. Because right now, I mean, the top dog is a 7200 GM. Those G, those GM lenses are crazy priced though. Yeah, that's like three grand. Oh my god, it's so crazy. But I mean, if you're if that's your job where you're getting paid. Top dollar for it. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, you can get away with weddings doing whatever you do, you know? Like, I got away with the 85-35 combo for a couple years. Did you crop in with the Super 35 mode on the camera? Uh, Well, that's where the A7R3 came in handy because I could just crop in, period. Um, But, yeah, if I was doing video, I would just sit on on my 85 Mm -hmm. and then just go Super 35. That's what I do with this one sometimes when I'm doing, like, certain things and I can't get closer. Yeah. Just crop in. Yeah, but I mean, when you're shooting with an R series, this dude, you can take a picture from a mile away and still. This like, one's a monster, sixty-one megapixels. Just like, yeah, man. I I don't want to want to see what the raw files look on that thing. They're bro, ginormous. Yeah, yeah, they're huge. They bog down my laptop like crazy. Sometimes I'm just like, oh my god, why did I do this? Yeah, but I can I can only imagine, man. I'm I wonder. I'm trying to wait and see when they get the M1 chip into the new uh, the MacBooks, the MacBooks and stuff, because they haven't really. Uh, streamlined it for Premiere and Lightroom and all that stuff. Right. So I'm kind of like waiting to hope. Hopefully soon that'll happen. Yeah, I dumped. Moving on to software. Yeah, yeah. Of I course. mean, I, I dumped uh, a lot of my. It, you know, we pay for the subscription mm-hmm. for the photography one, but I really only use Photoshop now. Um, been using Capture One for like the past two years. How, okay. So on my MacBook Pro, uh-huh. the thing. Lies. like Capture there's, One does? there's nothing like it like, okay super fast better than Lightroom oh yeah oh dude like night and day difference between Latin light really yeah I mean it's a little weird because like all the you know all your tools and your toolbars and stuff are in different areas uh-huh. but once you get used to it man boom it's super fast really? yeah and I'll have to try uh, it out and I struggled with Lightroom for a long time and I was just getting I it used to be to the point where I would just grab it the photo and just straight to Photoshop because oh, okay. I didn't want to deal with Lightroom's mm-hmm. catalogs and stuff like yeah. that. Um, but I had to, I had to do something. And uh, when I started seeing Capture One, the I you get a free trial like for like a week or something oh, okay. if you wanted to download it. Might try, it, yeah. Um, and if you have Sony, like I do, they have like we do. If you're Sony exclusive, mm-hmm. like we don't use any more Nikon RAWs or anything like that, they have a deal. It's like. I don't know, it was like a hundred bucks for the year. Oh damn. 
That's way cheaper than yeah, because the because the Sony originally partnered with Capture One uh-huh. when they released it. So for the longest time, if you bought a Sony camera, you would get Capture One for like fifty bucks. What? Yeah, and I never thought of it. I was like, I don't know what this is, like yeah. whatever. So finally, I bit the bullet and I was like, yeah, whatever, hundred bucks. Like I saw some. I, there's this dude I follow on Instagram where he's always talking about Capture One, how he has different profiles and he'll have them up on the screen at the same time, where he can compare the colors. Mm-hmm. For his pictures, I was like, "Damn, that's actually kind of cool." Yeah, and it it reads the raws differently, okay, than you would expect from uh, Lightroom. Yeah, because when you, I know it's weird. From I don't know, oh, you haven't used Lightroom that long, but um, when I import into Lightroom for some reason, when I go to preview the picture, the color that's in camera is different in Lightroom. Right. I'm like, how? Why? Well, that's because when you're looking at it in camera. In, you're in camera, even though it's showing raw, it's still putting the, like the uh, JPEG the thing, JPEG uh, coloring on it. Oh, okay. Um, so like on my cameras, I always shoot like neutral, turn my saturation all the way down. So yeah. it kind of looks similar to what the raw comes out like mm-hmm. and, and in Lightroom. But if you hold Lightroom up and capture one up and you're looking at the same raw file, nothing edited, you can tell like the blacks are blacker. There's Holy a crap. lot more... There's a lot more contrast and definition in the Capture One file. Uh-huh. And that's just like straight off import. Damn. Um, it actually turned my editing, it made it even faster because I would never have to like crush the blacks or anything huh. like that. Like it would just come out the way I wanted it to look. And I would just fine tune the colors and stuff. That's crazy. I'm going to have to try it out then for sure. And the um, I think the biggest thing for Capture One for me is you could work in sessions. Mm-hmm. So like on my MacBook, I'll take all the raws and put them in one folder and put the you know, that client's name on it. Mm-hmm. And in Capture One, you can open it up, and instead of saying hit ca- new catalog or adding it to the catalog, you hit new session, mm-hmm. and the session will attach to that folder, and all your edits also go in that folder, and oh, all shit. of your uh, exports go into that folder too. Okay. So, like, it's just super easy for um, batch editing, organization, yeah. batch editing, things like that. So Everything is just more streamlined in there? Yeah, totally. And That's crazy. And... Uh, I mean, a hundred bucks for the for the year for it. I mean, you could pay. They they just did a month to month thing. If you wanted to, I think it's like fifteen bucks a month. But they um, give you a bigger deal if you just go straight for, for the year. Yeah, for the year. I mean, that makes a lot of sense for sure. Yeah, but the original Capture One. Um, so they have like two versions. Mm-hmm. They have a version just for Sony because they've had that agreement with Sony for a long time. Oh, okay. Um, and then they also have the full version, which will let you do like Canon, Nikon their own raw files because they work with like Hasselblad and stuff like that. Um, so that one's like 400, three or 400 bucks. Jesus Christ. But since you only use Sony, yeah. you only got to pay the hundred dollars one. Cause granted though, you can't use like, if you're going through like old photos from your icon and stuff that makes like sense. that, you can't import them in there. That's fine. I haven't really had touched like old photos in a while anyway. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, I would say give it a try. Yeah. I'm definitely going to try it for sure. For, and, um, I, I stopped using Premiere because it just runs like super slow on my MacBook. Yeah. And I had a I bought like the top of the line MacBook Pro in 2017, and I was mm-hmm. like, oh yeah, this can handle it or whatever. No, like rendering takes forever. Yeah, it's been pissing me off when I edit the other podcast I do. I have to proxy everything. If not, it's, right. it's just horrible. And it's just streaming two streams of 1080 at the same time, and it's just bogging down super bad. Yeah, it's not even like I run one thing of 4K, and it's just like. Pfft. Yeah. non-existent yeah i use uh i moved over to well in the interim i was using uh final cut okay final cut pro um 
That's kind of weird. It's kind of basic to me. I started using, when I started video editing, I started in Final Cut at Palomar. That's what I was learning, how to do all that stuff. And then, because to go through this the whole program, you had to learn Final Cut and Premiere. Yeah. So I learned Premiere, and I was like, Premiere is actually a little bit easier to use than Final Cut. And then I started learning how to use Avid. Have you ever heard of Avid? But it's this other video editor where, I guess supposedly it's more used for TV shows, things like that, supposedly. Um, I w- took that class for two weeks and then I was like, no, nah, I'm, I'm not taking that class. Like I'm never going to use Avid for something, right. <laughs> but <clears throat> yeah, Final Cut was like right where I started. Yeah. And it's, I mean, it's great. Mm-hmm. It's just, it's very limiting on the export, like what file format you can use and like how you have to, cause you got to get compressor if you mm-hmm. want to do MP4 and uh, stuff I like that. Haven't used it in a while. It, yeah. It gets weird. Um, and then Premiere was bogging down, so I ended up doing uh, DaVinci. I just got DaVinci Resolve oh, okay. 16 because when 16 came out, it was free. Mm. Um, I've been rocking that ever since. I heard that's a really great editor, like an all-in-one, just perfect for oh, everything. Yeah, it works super great. It's got everything you need pretty mm-hmm. much. Because um, that one edits in nodes, right? Yeah. It's not like timeline editing. Well, you can do both. Oh, okay. Yeah, so I use the timeline editing for... Sorry, um, linear editing is what. Yeah, yeah, I use that for the actual like storyline, mm-hmm. you know, the the cut and the edit, um, and then I use the nodes for color grading okay. and um, you know, creatively. Yeah, I've I've things. been trying to get into DaVinci. I'm just like ah, I'm kind of scared. I bounce back and forth. <laughs> yeah. Like late on the last paid job I did, I went back to um, Premiere. Premiere. Bec- no, I went back to Final Cut because mm. it was the. It was like what I knew, tried and true. Like I knew where everything was All and right. how to do it. And then DaVinci, it gets a little weird. It's like I want to change that one thing, but I don't know how yet. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? And they want a quick turnaround time, so it's like I got to. Hold on, I'm just going to ch- reset the camera because it's yeah. cut off for 30 minutes. Oh, yeah, R3 life. Yeah. There you go. Cool. cool. Yeah, uh, but that's how it is, man. You just got to keep going with what you know sometimes because there's no way of like – knowing that something can go wrong right. with certain programs. It's, it sucks for sure. Yeah, luckily, Final Cut's a one-time buy. Yeah, So it's true. like it's always there, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's a backup in case I get in trouble or anything. Yeah, I even... Did you... I don't know if... Probably when you started editing uh, in Final Cut 7, like the old, old Final Cut, yeah. I used that for a while too, and I was like, Jesus Christ, this is so old. Yeah. I had to edit... Uh, like, in school, I had to edit some, like... Uh, press junket for George of the Jungle, like that old Brendan Fraser movie. Oh, right, right, and that right. was one of the projects that we had to do. And I was like, this is, nah, I don't want to do this. <laughs> I didn't think Final Cut was like industry standard. It is. It's That's crazy true. knowing like how many people are like Final Cut, Final Cut. Because I always hear Premiere. Yeah, that's all I've heard. Mm-hmm. Premiere's industry standard. Like you got to know it. Like, I don't know. I'm pretty sure you know who Daniel Schiffer is. Yeah. That dude uses nothing but Final Cut. He's always raving and ranting about how good Final Cut is, but better than Premiere. And I'm just like, I don't know. I mean, I think they all do the same thing collectively. Just you know? different, yeah. Yeah, you can get to the same endpoint with any of them. You yeah. Know? I don't think same thing with the like Lightroom or Capture One. I just think the the total process of you know your start point and your end point getting there is is. <laughs> the road how you get there yeah it's exactly. just different yeah. yeah exactly one's a straight line and one's hills exactly and yeah like, but yeah that's. It's just kind of how it is for me, but um, yeah, like MacBook capture one all the mm-hmm. way. Like I'm not even worried about the M1 for that. You know what I mean? Because uh, I'm like, dude, it's it's good. So. 
What was the last paid gig that you had to do? Um, the last paid gig I did was oh the one that you, yeah the one that you were just talking about for that you had to went back to Final Cut. Oh, so that one I was helping um, my buddy Armando. Um, I don't know if you know him on Instagram is Adias Flicks. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was doing a he was doing a, a shoot for the oh back, I I the saw backdrop you. company. You were running the gimbal that day. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. Saw you. Okay. So he uh, he was doing that. And he needed some BTS video for that. And uh, I was playing with some of my profiles on my A7 III. So I was running uh, Cine 2, okay. uh, 4K, and um, I was using the Leeming LUT. I bought the Leeming LUT Pro Pack. I um, haven't heard of them. So they do corrective LUTs. Okay. Um, and I don't know if you if you watch Gerald Undone. Mm-mm. Uh, he's super into video mm-hmm. um, for, you know, especially Sony's and Panasonic's. Okay. Um, and he was talking about leaving LUT, and so I bought the pack, and I was just, uh, I was having issues trying to get it where I wanted it. And what I found out was, like, in Final Cut, when I added the corrective LUT versus DaVinci, mm-hmm. it looked different. And I, I liked the look in that DaVinci. it had better in Final Cut, even oh, though okay. it was the same LUT. That's it was weird. It was just, yeah, it was just looking different. <laughs> so I was kind of crunched for time. You know, I... I I told him I would turn it around in like two or three days oh, okay. max. So I was just like, you know what? Flip back to that um, and run the LUT nice. and just go. But, um, but yeah, I mean, it was uh, – and it felt like the cuts were a little smoother. I, it's probably just because, I, like I said, I know Final Cut mm-hmm. more than I know Da Vinci. Yeah. Um, but, you know, I've seen people do crazy stuff with Da Vinci too. So it's like – Yeah, it, it's just like, you, like the road to get to where you're ending up at is just different for some people. And some people know – certain things way better than others so it's just right you know you can kill it in whatever software you as long as you know it really well it doesn't matter yeah so you know like i said there was a few things in that workflow that day that were just experimental Oh, okay like i said that was the first time i shot in cine 2 okay um and using a corrective lut gotcha that was like you know preset you just throw the lut on um Usually I do like a lot of just custom. I just do a lot of customization the way I like it. I usually shoot Cine 4. Okay. Um, do you use monitors that have the LUT already built into them or, or no? No, no. I just I just shoot it straight okay. off the camera. Because that, that monitor right there, if I wanted to like run a LUT on it just to see what like final product, I could run the LUT while I'm recording and like for a, a client, like, yo, this is the look we're going for and you just run it off there. See, that's dope. Yeah. Especially if you shoot like a S-Log because mm-hmm. you can't see anything when you shoot S-Log without a monitor. Like, yeah, like, exactly. Because it's like super washed out. Um, that's awesome. I'll have to yeah, you that. just have to like put, the, there's a memory card slot. You just pop it in, uh, load the memory card with all the LUTs that you want. or Not all of them. There's only slot room for eight. So you pick eight of the LUTs, put them in the memory card, and then you just assign what LUT to what number and you can just... Like, let's say you go to a client shoot and, like, this is the look I want to go for when I'm editing, and you just pop, pop it on there, and the, the client can be like, oh, that's actually really nice. That's awesome. Yeah. Was that the Atmos? Or yeah. The, yeah. That's the Shinobi, I think. Okay. And then that one's the Ninja Flame. Oh, nice. Yeah. I know. That's awesome, dude. Yeah, I, I thought about that because if I was going to get, like, a lot more video gigs, mm-hmm. I would definitely run that, especially because... You know, still experimenting. I mean, well, what what logs do you normally like to shoot into? So right now, I'm messing with Cine 2 on these ones. Okay. For this one. Because normally, I just shoot neutral on everything. 
Oh, like just a base. Yeah, because I'm because I don't the clients that I've gotten they don't really want heavy edits or color grades on them. Right, right. And I'm like, all right, that's cool. And I'll just do like a light color grade and color correction, all that stuff to them. Right. And it's worked out so far. Um, so right now with this podcast, I just want to, I was like, you know what, I'm going to go for it. I'm going to try the Cine 2 colors and right. see how that works out. Because I always wanted to try it, but I'm like, ah, I don't know if I should. Right. Yeah, I used to use, uh, what was it? Just Picture Profile 1, mm-hmm. whatever that one is. Yeah. The factory movie mode or whatever mm-hmm. that comes in the Sonys. It doesn't give you a lot to play with, but yeah. I mean... It gets the job done, and exactly. people, people don't really know or don't really bother. To Especially when people, it's being so compressed, and they're putting it on Instagram or something. Yeah. It doesn't it really matter. It crushes all yeah. the colors anyway. So exactly. Like, yeah, and I wasn't even shooting 4K at the time. Okay. Because people didn't care about having 4K footage. It's, they yeah. wanted, so I just shot 1080p all the time. So. It's, yeah, okay. it's kind of like all the the cameras where you can shoot 4K, 60, or like 120, and people are wanting them. Like, no one will ever see that full resolution of yeah. it. Because everyone's watching everything on their phone. Yeah, and that that's always in 480, 720. Unless, unless you put it on YouTube where it's like 12, what, 1250? Or? Yeah, but then you still got to put it on on a monitor. <laughs> exactly. You're looking at it on your phone, yeah. you're not going to get that native resolution, you know. That's what I find funny where everyone's like, oh, I want, like when the commercials for that Samsung, they're like, oh, we shoot in 8K. Yeah. I'm like, okay, where are they, where's that person going to watch their 8K footage? Yeah. Nowhere. I mean, some... No, there's no, there's not even an 8K television. No, there's there. not. Yeah, I remember I went to this uh, convention called Cinegear, mm-hmm. and they had an eight, like a 10K projector, and I was like, oh, that's cool. Who Th- shoots in 10K? That's the only place you're ever gonna watch it is right. here. That doesn't matter. Well, I can go home and buy it for like sixty thousand dollars or something. I was something. gonna say the projector is <laughs> probably like super expensive. Yeah, too. yeah. I mean, because it's like when people shoot on Reds, like all the 8K footage and stuff. Yeah. Who's gonna watch that? I mean, you can. It might look great downsampled. You know yeah, what true. I mean? but still, like the crop in and all that. Yeah, but yeah, no, it's, it's crazy. Like I didn't even shoot 4K for a couple of years after I had the camera, even mm-hmm. a year and a half. Damn. I mean, I used to shoot, I would shoot 4K for fun. Yeah. But if anybody paid me, it was just straight 1080p. Because <laughs> nobody wants the you know nobody wants. Big old files. That's like that true. Stuff like that. Or yeah. if people do, they want it on a thumb drive or their wedding video, like on a, on the a DVD or something. Yeah, like that's 1080 or 720 at yeah. most. Yeah, you couldn't even you couldn't put a 4K on it. Either. No. You know? well, well, you can do what? It's 15 minutes. You need a Blu-ray disc. Yeah, there you go. That's what I was gonna say. Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> so, what are your favorite things to shoot? If, like, when you're not shooting portraits. Um, I still love doing street photography and okay. landscape. Um. Because of the new lens, I've started to do macro stuff mm-hmm. just because, just because that's, <laughs> that was one of the big selling points of that lens for me is like, it, it got me into a different, you know, style of photography. Okay. Um, you know, like you just go outside, take pictures of leaves and bugs and shit and like, you know what I mean? It looks, <laughs> you get a looks, different look. Yeah. You get a different look. It looks good. You know, do you still shoot film at all or no? No, no, I haven't shot film in God. Probably since high school. Damn. Yeah. How I don't. How old are you? I don't even know how old uh, you are. Thirty-four. Oh, you're not. Th- okay, you're not that old. Yeah. No. No, I'm not. I'm not that old. But, um, yeah, I just never had a film camera, like an actual decent one. Mm-hmm. I just the only cameras in the house at the time were just digital, like oh, okay, you know, like cyber shots, like gotcha, you know, like point shoots. Yeah, point shoots, and then um, or, or uh, if they were filmed, they were just like the disposable ones. Mm. You would just go get done, and so like those are the. One-time use ones? Right. So, like, when I bought my first DSLR, I was like, 
Holy you know what shit. I mean? Like you look at, I was like, this is the only one in the house. Like it's crazy. Okay. Um, but yeah, I mean, probably, yeah, I still like doing architecture, architectural street photography. Um, and now macro, you know, it's cause you, like your following on Instagram isn't huge. No. So no. you like, cause I remember recently, not only a couple of months back, I saw a post on your story where you said you had deleted a bunch of people off of your mm-hmm. Instagram. Cause you're like, oh, I don't want to see any more. Like, I don't even, why, why'd you do that? Just cause or like personal well, reasons. I mean, I deleted a lot of, you know, you know, because you know your Instagram. Every it happens to everybody. You get followers like, oh, cool, they followed me, mm-hmm. and then like, you like, you look at their work, and then you keep seeing their stuff, but then you check back later, and they're not following you. Yeah, they're not like engaging on your stuff. Um, yeah, because I just li- recently unfollowed a shitload of people on my page. Right, and the reason why I do that is because if you're not following me, I think. The algorithm, I, I mean, it changes all the time, but the the one thing that caught me was, like, you only, the first hour of your posts, mm-hmm. only see 1% of your engagement yeah. or of your audience. And if I got a bunch of people that aren't even following me, or I get people that follow me, and then those accounts, you know, get used for something else, yeah. or, like, you know, there's ghosts, all <laughs> kinds of stuff, um, spam accounts. So I just go through and weed all those out, which gotcha. is why a lot of mine usually stays pretty low. I mean... I don't, I don't really care. It's Yeah, it's not a big, like, some people have little to no followers, and they're getting super high-paying gigs. Yeah. And so I it doesn't, mean, you know. I have not been one of those people where Instagram has got me any paid work. Okay. You know what I mean? A lot of it comes from my website or word of mouth or things like that. Um, you know, people will book me through there. Okay. Um, I just like having it because it's a mobile portfolio. Yeah, much. for sure. And, you know, the stuff that I post on there, you know, it's uh, – it gives me a chance to be a little bit more creative than, you know, stuff on my website, I guess. I've gotten a few paid website. gigs off of my Instagram and stuff, and I was like, all right, that's cool. But it's just kind of keeping up with what's going on. Right. So many people are shooting. and Yeah, and not only that, it, the biggest part is being consistent, mm-hmm. you know, and and, and uh, posting, keeping your engagement up. It's like a full-time job in itself. Oh, I know. I feel you, man. Especially having two kids of my own and running a company, and it's just so much. Yeah. And staying on top of sh- Yeah, you would have to hire someone just to do all your social media. Yeah, it's crazy. But um, It's definitely a hustle. Oh, yeah. Totally. Like Even running in the Instagram for the, my other podcast? Oh, my God, man. It's freaking crazy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's a full-time job. Yeah. Like, keeping up with all that stuff. Make sure you post every day, you know, a certain time. Keeping yeah. your reels and your stories. Yeah, man. Stuff it's, it's a lot for sure. Yeah. But, but what keeps you motivated to keep shooting? Like, do you ever feel like you get in a rut? Oh, yeah. I've shoot? been in a rut for <laughs> probably since the pandemic started. I kind of okay. just, I think I've only shot like four times in the last year and a half. Damn. Um, mainly because I just didn't feel like picking up a camera, mm-hmm. you know, or, or even going outside. Yeah. Um, it was tough dealing with, you know, Working in healthcare, and mm-hmm. I'm sure it's you. I mean, yeah. that was a big concern for you too. I'm sure definitely taking was, care yeah. of other people. Um, you know, you're just paranoid all the time. Yeah. Washing my hands 20 times a day, taking three showers, like you know, fever checking myself all the time. And did you ever get COVID? No, no, I didn't get it. Did, did you? Yeah, I did. Oh no way! Yeah, I got it at the beginning of the year. Oh wow! So, I got it. My daughter got it. Oh my god! But. My girlfriend and my son didn't have it. And oh, wow. we would, my girlfriend and I, like the day before I tested positive, 
I slept. Obviously, we slept in the same bed together. Right. But she didn't. She had tested negative, and I tested positive the next day. Wow. And the same day that I got it, I had just gotten my vaccine. Oh, your first dose. Yeah. So oh, I was like, man. "Fuck! I don't know if that maybe had to do with it." And they're like, "No, it has nothing to do with it. Like, no. if you have it, you have it." And I was like, "Fuck!" So yeah. So did you end up? Did you end up getting it though? I mean, like you're finishing your vaccination. Oh well, yeah. I know I, they I, told you had. I thought normally they told you had to wait. No. So um, they said that was good to go to get the second vaccination okay. after it. So I was like, "All right, cool." Well, uh, I mean, I guess because it was two weeks or whatever. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, but yeah, I was fine after that, and then got tested literally, fuck, I think every week for two months after that. Wow. Uh, not me, but people at work and the people we take care of at work. Uh-huh. The, uh huh. Five of them ended up getting it as well. Oh my god. So that was a whole hassle where everybody would when when people went to work they we had to wear like whole literally hazmat suits kind right, of right, right. just to be protecting them since they had to be quarantined as well and kind of hard for them since they don't really know what's going on right. being in isolation that, that made me feel bad too because i was like fuck like they're stuck in their room not able to really do much yeah so that was that was tough and i didn't shoot for a while either because of this and finally when i did i was like ah, oh, cool i'm i shot but kind of feel bad <laughs> right yeah yeah i mean I, I guess you know the pandemic has probably done that to everyone but yeah um i mean my biggest rut lately is just that I've shot so many things that are the same. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like it's models, it's models, and then yeah, and it's just like it's the same places everybody wants to shoot at the beach, or they want to shoot downtown. Mm. Do or Balboa, or something. And they want to do yeah, totally. Or like they want to do like the fashion look, and they want to do you know the beach look or whatever. Mm-hmm. And you know, not blaming them. It's you know, it's what they want. You know, but for me, it's just kind of you're just like you I want to shoot something else. We do it in San Diego for so long, you know. It's yeah. Like, that's all you're going to get. But, um, and I just haven't really found any like inspiration to, to shoot like that. That's really kind of my thing. Like if someone approaches me, like I don't really have, I'm one of those weird people that just kind of go with the flow. Like Mm -hmm. I take what people, what people's ideas are. And I, I, my part is enjoying bringing that portion to life. Like somebody wants this kind of shoot and I enjoy like, breaking that down and making, and you know, not, not recreating it. Cause it's going to be our own thing, but like just kind of like meeting their expectations of what they image or pictured in their head when they want that look. Okay. Um, and, but other than that, I don't really have like a, a specific theme or look that I always want to shoot or any creative, crazy creative ideas or anything like that. You don't have like a certain style that that's the style you stick to. And that's, that's it. Cause there's a lot of photographers who get stuck in like the one thing. No, I totally shot a bit of everything. Yeah, for sure. Um, which, which is nice. Cause you get to go around and, you know, try yourself out in those different avenues. But, um, yeah, I would say lifestyle, mm-hmm. fashion, fitness kind of stuff is where I've always been like okay. most comfortable in or where I've shot the most. Gotcha. Um, but it's usually because the people that, want to work with me or that I talk to are in those areas. You know what I mean? Like I'm not, I'm not out there to do like boudoir photography or anything like that. And, and there's nothing wrong with it. I yeah. mean, it's uh, but I have tried it. Okay. You know, people have asked me, do you do it? And I say, well, not like, not like everybody else. Not professionally. Yeah. yeah. But I mean, I'm, I'm down to do whatever, you know? And, yeah. and I, I guess that's my thing is 
maybe it's because that's the way I am as, as even a, a technician or a problem solver in life okay. is like, I just want to, um, they give me that challenge and I want to, you know, meet their expectations with it. So, nice. um, but other than that, all of my creative juices is not, <laughs> not really in there right now. So if it's, it's outside of photography, like what do you do to get your other, like your mindset away from work and photography? Cause I know photography, even if it's not your full-time thing, it can consume a lot of what you're doing. Oh, totally. Yeah. So like, what do you do to kind of take your mind off of that? Uh, music, definitely, uh, playing music. Okay. Um, video games, spending time with my kid, you know, just things to just take my mind off of just everything in general. You play the guitar, the drums, like you play, or you play uh, a little yeah, bit of everything? Yeah, I play guitar. Okay. Um, I wish I could play the drums. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, cause everybody needs a drummer. So we make guitar players. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I play the guitar. I've played the guitar for, I don't know, about 15 years now, oh, 15, 16 years. Yeah. That's dope. So. I just, like I told you earlier, I was, I just started learning like two weeks ago. Yeah. Yeah. Part of the, I mean, that's part of the journey, dude. Like my biggest thing about playing music is just having fun with it. Yeah. You know, I, I enjoy the musicality of it. Like I'm not like a shredder or anything like that <laughs> by any means, uh -huh. you know what I mean? But, um, I have come up with a couple of, you know, stuff that sticks in your head. I mainly do rhythm. Okay. Um, but it's just for fun. It's just like an outlet. You know? Gotcha. I'm not going out to be in a band or anything. You ever like shot that. any concert photography? Speaking about music, like no, I always wanted to. Okay. Like, um, I sold one of my lenses to a guy that shoots down at Fourth uh, and B. Okay, and he was like, "Yeah, if we have any more gigs, you know." But that was like right before COVID hit, and I was like, "Yeah, they're they're mm. not open." Anymore, yeah, like, never sure. mind. <laughs> yeah, but I always wanted to. Like, okay. it looks like I've gone to plenty of concerts. I can only imagine like I've know, being I shot stage and shooting them. And yeah. Stuff. Yeah, I've shot, like, the friend we had, the local artist, he opened up for Bone Thugs and Harmony at the House of Blues. Oh, what? And I shot for him. I did a couple pictures and that stuff. I wish I could just do more. Like, I want to do stadiums and shit. Right, That'd right, right. It'd be so awesome to do. Yeah, events. I like doing events. Um, even though people really don't like doing that kind of stuff, I I enjoy doing events. Uh -huh. uh, I actually enjoy shooting weddings. Really? Yeah. Uh, that's the first person I heard <laughs> say that, for well, sure. I don't enjoy editing the hundreds of photos that yeah. come with weddings, yeah. but I enjoy shooting them. True, they're fun. You gotta, you gotta be fast. You know, you gotta not miss anything. Oh yeah, for sure. Know, everything. I always think it's funny when, um, when I started, sh when I got into weddings a little bit more, I, I said this. I was like, it took for me to get divorced to actually get into shooting weddings. Right, <laughs> right. I was like, damn. Yeah. I no, I mean, it, but it's fun. I mean, um, but I can appreciate a good wedding. I was like. Hey, that's actually a really nice wedding. Yeah, exactly. Like, but to me, it's it's like one of the few things you can shoot that's just like raw emotion. Mm -hmm. Like everything is so chaotic that day because everything is running yeah. at full speed, and people are just getting makeup put on, and the guys are over here getting ready, and like are <laughs> getting drunk while they're getting, getting ready. Drunk, <laughs> yeah. yeah, and like you got to do this and make sure that you could take pictures of the bouquet before they get it all screwed up, and like the rings before you know, God forbid, someone loses them or yeah. puts them on. Um, so being able to capture all that stuff because I remember when I got married, I didn't remember anything, and then I looked Fuck. at the, and it's not because I got drunk or anything. Yeah. I it's mean, just so fast-paced. Fast, yeah. yeah, like you wake up that morning and then you blink and then like, oh fuck, it, I'm married. Yeah, and <laughs> you're like, you're you're already in your hotel suite. The thing's already done, and you pass out. You know, that's what I mean? crazy. And it's, it is, it's ridiculous. And then the the chance to look at those photos after, be like, man, that really looked great. You know, and you know, we had so much fun. 
Yeah, it just helps you capture those, True. like you know, those memories and stuff. And like I think that's that's like the biggest part of of being a wedding photographer or yeah. doing weddings for people and stuff. Capturing those moments for those people. Yeah, because they're not going to remember them as they happen. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, especially you know as you know as someone who was married yourself and going through that. You know, you and and um, you know the bride at the time planning the wedding, dealing with. Oh, all I didn't. Then a I big didn't, day comes up. I didn't have that whole like thing for me. Uh-huh. I was just like go to the courthouse, get married. That was it. Oh, okay. So for me, like when I go to, when I've gone to weddings in the past and I've seen them, I'm like, okay, I can appreciate them for what they are. Right. But like, God damn, that's a lot of money though. Yeah. And there's a lot of work that's involved and lot. like, yeah, it's ridiculous. And, but it's super cool. I mean, no, yeah. it's, it's something that, you know, I've talked to, you know, the bride and groom after when I send them their photos uh-huh. and they're like, like that happened. You know, that person was there <laughs> yeah. when he did that, you know, I'm like, yeah. Because you don't, because you're getting pulled in so many directions yeah, to do seriously. so many different things. Like you don't remember what's. Going it's on. crazy too, because when when you're editing everything back, because I did a wedding for a friend of mine that I went to high school with, and then I was like, hey, uh, I know a photographer, just like as a joke, and he's like, actually, we're looking for one, so then he hired me. Mm-hmm. And those are the best. Right? Yeah, <laughs> those <laughs> so, are the best gigs to yeah. pick up ever. And then uh, I gave him their like the finished product, and they were watching the video back, and they're like, can you please just stay with us to watch the videos? Like, uh, okay. Fine, I'll stay. Like watching their reaction to something that I've watched over and over again because right. I was editing it. Like to me, it's like, all right, get to this point. Like, all right, cool. First kiss. This, I was like, right, this is kind of boring. But then watching them and their reaction of like getting teary eyed and crying, right. it's like, right. holy crap. It's powerful. Like, yeah. Man. It's crazy. Yeah. And, you know, even, even going into like, you, you know, staring at your, the work you create, like mm-hmm. your, the video or your photos, you're like, Sometimes I get to the point where I'm like, that video, that photo looks like absolute shit. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because like, yeah, I'm just like, it looks like trash. Yep. It's because I've been sitting there like pixel peeping, like shading everything. Uh, and then when I give it to them, they're like, oh my God, like that's the best thing we've ever seen. Or like even when you post it on social media, mm-hmm. people are like, man, it looks great. And I'm like, well, there's like, there's some spots in there that look really, <laughs> really messed up. You know what I mean? And I'm over here thinking I'm the only one who fucking thinks like yeah. that. And I'm just like, <laughs> no, dude, we all do that. Yeah. Especially when you spend hours on something, you know? But it's, it's also, and that's one thing I do enjoy about social media and stuff and doing work for clients is because I get so tunnel visioned on mm-hmm. stuff and seeing their reactions to it or worth it at the end of yeah the oh yeah totally so i feel you on that yeah, yeah. So. it's crazy how uh there's been times where i'm just like oh my god this is such ass like why am i still editing this right and then totally. i'll come back to so the next day i'll export it and i'll just send it and they're like oh my god this is amazing yeah i was like okay and it's like their favorite one yeah but it was the one you had the most trouble with you know <laughs> and it's like but yeah that's that's usually how it goes you know? i did um like i did this uh photo shoot for a clothing company and I, like, edited the video that they wanted and everything. And I spent, like, three days editing the video. And I was like, oh, my God, I'm so over this video. And I sent it. And they're like, yo, this is really good. Thank you. I was like, oh, I, okay. That's all I needed to hear right. <laughs> at the end of the day. Because I was like, oh, man, I thought it was horrible. I was like, man. That, yeah, because you're sitting there spinning your wheels on it. And you're like, that yeah. transition can be a little bit better. I was like, oh, oh dude. The one, <laughs> the, the one that I did for Armando. I mm-hmm. mean, God, man. I sent it. I didn't know what they were going to do with it. So I think I just sent her like standard resolution. I think it was maybe 560 HD. Goddamn. <laughs> well, because I knew it was going straight on to like social media. Oh, okay, gotcha. But, you know, they ended up taking it and then putting it through their software to add like little 
comments and like, and I was like, oh no. So then okay. when it came back out again, I was like, oh, it looks all butchered. Oh, and wow. Like, then when I got to YouTube, I was like, oh, it even got compressed even more. And I was like, I should have <laughs> just thrown the 4K in there and just let them mess with it. Yeah. Cause if they were going to add to it or whatever, I thought it was just going to be a straight upload. Oh, you know okay, what I mean? Gotcha. But yeah, even then I was like, oh, those transitions look like crap now that it's down to like 480. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, you're just like, oh, it doesn't look good. You anymore. can see the masking. You're like, oh, fuck. Yeah, exactly. It's like, you can now you can see the gimbal like slowly like <laughs> get that creep you know what yeah. I mean You're just like ah oh, come on yeah but, but you know they still like that hey that's all that matters at the end of the day as long as the client likes it and yeah hey but it was too funny I was just like oh shit <laughs> like, <laughs> I can only imagine man like hey but yeah. it works well and, and but I mean they didn't have, they didn't tell me what resolution they wanted it oh yeah so and it was my fault I should have just passed yeah yeah I should have just put both. Oh, true. Like 4K and then whatever. What did it, uh, was it for, uh, you said it was for a backdrop company? Yeah. Okay. So I figured that they were just going to take the BTS video, that, the highlight reel pretty uh-huh. much that I did, and just, because I already layered it with music and stuff like that, I thought they were just going to straight just put it on their yeah. YouTube, you know? But they were using it for ads and stuff, so uh-huh. they started adding text and stuff to like, you know, certain scenes. Gotcha. And I was like, I was like, I, they probably put it through a phone app, and then it just went down even farther, yeah. you know what I mean? And then re-uploaded that into youtube and it went down even farther so i was yeah. just like oh. for, from 560 to like 240 yeah exactly and i was just like oh man so but i mean you know it is what it is i learned a lesson like I, next time they'll Ask. get at yeah or next time they'll at least get 1080 hd True. for or upload to phones or whatever so or social media so yeah. that way when it does cut down to 480 it doesn't look terrible Damn, bro. We've been going for an hour? Basically, yeah. That's crazy. That's how podcasting is, man. Sometimes you're just, you know, so into the conversation, you're just like, oh, man, yeah. I lost in it. Um, like when we started doing the, the Dad Bots podcast where we review food, some of those podcasts lasted three hours. And it's just like, and those were the audio versions. And then we started doing the podcast with the with the cameras, and they would go three hours as well. And I was like, yo, if I'm going to do this shit on video, like, I'm the one editing this, we got to cut that down at least, right. at least an hour 15. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because the editing just gets like, all right, yeah. I'm kind of like getting bored here. Right. <laughs> yeah, you're playing it back at like, you know, 15 <laughs> Exactly. Times, you you're know? listening to the edits and like kind of marking the points where something's funny for us to post on the Instagram and all that stuff. Right. So, but yeah, man, podcasting is something that I've, I've done it for a while. Um, like I told you, my cousin and I started doing it like nine years ago. Uh, it didn't really ever take off. It was just something for us to do. We had fun with it. And then, uh, my, my friend Tommy last year, he started his podcast. Uh, and I was like, Hey, he asked me to be on it cause he knew I'd podcasted for a while. And then we kind of just started doing this, the dad bots podcast as well. Like oh. after doing that and that the dad bots one has started to take off cause you know, we all can relate over some food. Right. You for know, sure. everybody loves eating. Of course. Especially out here. Yeah. We've done a few, a few food challenges on there. Nice. One, one lost the rest of them. Cause God damn. <laughs> we, we did a chicken nugget challenge, dude. Oh my God. What kind of chicken nuggets? Were the McDonald's chicken nuggets. I mean, they're good. But not, 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 not in abundance. Not, yeah, no, no, no. Not when you're getting past, like, when you get past, like, 20. How many do you think you can eat in one? Like, if you if you were to be challenged well, to. I've, I've eaten the 20. Okay. Before. But that's it? Just. Well, I mean, just out of 
Just hunger. Hunger. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Especially when they had a deal, you get like the two ten pieces. Yeah. Like I'd smash those. Yeah, but yeah, I can't imagine going any pe- any farther than. Like, How many do you think? What What was the highest you think we went to? Oh, you guys? Yeah. <sighs> Probably into the thirties, forties, easy. Yeah. He had fifty three. No well, way. 52 plus one, because he had 52 on camera, and then right before he was leaving, he just, like, grabbed one and was just like, hey, Teddy, and just, like, put it in his mouth to eat it, just out of spite. Like, you fucking asshole. Because <laughs> I had eaten 50. Oh, okay. I got to 50, and he's like, yo, I have to beat you. And I was in a literal coma. I was like, I didn't fucking move off the beanbag for two hours. Yeah. I was like, I'm done, man. I'd Probably never eat it. I haven't eaten to, I haven't eaten to this day, and that was yeah. back in December. <laughs> in yeah. six months i'm not eating a chicken nugget yeah, man. we i did that one time with a friend of mine um when hooters started doing their all you can eat wings on tuesdays they took that away oh yeah because <laughs> you had you had people like me mm-hmm. and my friends going in there just like trying to smash as many wings as possible yeah um, and i think i ate like 30 something and i was just like oh I'm done. and he he ended up eating like 40 something and, like, and his and his fries and i was just like yeah, I know. I'm chilling off that. Yeah, I stayed off wings for a hot minute, especially from Hooters. But, I, I would too. Yeah, but um, yeah, never again. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, man, if you ever want to come on uh, and eat some food with us before you take off over to Arizona, man, more than welcome to come on and hop on with us. Sure, man. Appreciate that. Yeah, that'd be dope. It sounds like fun. I saw the one Courtney was on. That was pretty funny. Yeah, that was that was fun. Uh, the whole the camera setup was kind of weird on that one. You can barely see my face because like he had the arms. Uh-huh. Or the microphones, I was like, "Fuck, I can't really see myself." Right. <laughs> but it's all good. And then on that one, we had, like I told you, we had um, a seafood boil. I was, fu- I don't know if you like seafood, but uh, not really. No, nah, not too big on it. Neither was I until I had that. Really? Yeah, that was actually really good. See, I thought about that because I like Cajun food. Like I, I like Cajun food. Mm-hmm. I like spice. I like things like that. So I mean, I, if there was seafood that was tied into it that way, okay, you know, I probably could. Probably could mess with it. Yeah. But um, otherwise, I don't really think. I mean, I like, like, black and catfish and stuff like that, but, like. Uh, where did you grow up? Or, where you, like, where are you from? Are you... Cal- California. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah, I was born in Northern California. Oh, okay. Stayed up there. And then uh, I've been down here for, like, 20 years. Damn. Years, yeah. I know conversations all over the place, but, hey, like, I, know. like yeah. I said, it's, like, literally, I haven't talked to you for more than, what, five, ten minutes? Yeah, exactly. At a meetup and so, shit? Yeah, we're learning all about each other. Yeah. Right now. Um, but yeah, I've been Cal. That that's kind of the move is kind of scary because oh, I know I can imagine I've, been, I've lived in California my whole life. Yeah. So it's kind of what city in Arizona? Uh, it's called Kingman. Kingman it's okay. um, it's like I I like it because it's like right in the middle of everything. Um, like I said, you could drive to Vegas. You can mm-hmm. drive to Vegas in an hour and some oh change. shit okay. Um, Laughlin, Nevada. I hate that place. It's like 30 minutes away. Grand Canyon's 30 minutes away. I went to Laughlin um, once. It's like again. it's like a it's like someone chopped like the nipple <laughs> off of Las Vegas and like stuck it over there. You know what yeah. I mean? Like I mean it's chill. It's not too it's hot as shit. Um and uh Lake Havasu's like 45 yeah. minutes away. So I mean I went to the reason I went to Laughlin. I haven't really talked about it. I was going to ask you, like, how did you end up in law? Uh, I was I was an intern for a multimedia company in Oceanside, so they own the um, Polaris Razor race out there. Oh, okay. So they oh, they owned it, and they were running out there on the Colorado River. Yeah, yeah. So they were they owned the whole TV show and everything, uh-huh. and they were filming it, and they're like, hey, you got to go out there, and I had to drive the big ass box truck out there with all the grip the grip truck, yeah, 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 yeah. all that shit out there by myself, and like I was the bitch. 
of being out there. Which way did they make you go? I don't remember, man. But I did had you to go the eight or did you go up the fifteen? I think we went the fifteen. Okay, yeah, yeah. fifteen and the forty. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because you can go, you can go out the eight and then come up through Glamis through the sand dunes. And yeah, stuff. I didn't go you that can way. Go all the way up that way. It's prettier. It's slower, but yeah, I didn't go that. I was following them because it it sucked going out there because they. So what they did is they're like, oh, we're gonna leave like around noon. I was like, all right, cool. Like that, I don't mind driving during the day, but I don't like driving at night. Right, it scares the fuck out of me, especially somewhere I've never been. Right. We didn't end it's up leaving. Like super dark. Yeah, we didn't end up leaving till like eight thirty. Oh shit! I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> so oh, I had to drive man. out there. I was like, oh, and it was raining too. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, you motherfucker. Yeah, and it's like once you get out on the forty, there's like no street lights. Yeah, exactly. So like you hear the rain hitting your windshield, but you don't see it. Yeah, like, it's super. And then the people I was following, because I had the direction on my phone, I was going, but I was following the other guys in front of me. They were just in a normal car. Yeah, so they're booking it. Yeah, I was like, yeah. you fucking assholes. Yeah, you, you, you're going like 55. Bro, I was <laughs> fucking petrified back down the street. I was like, oh, my God. And then finally, you know when you you get finally get down the hill and you can see all the lights in yeah, Laughlin? Yeah. I was like, oh, fuck, finally, we're here. Yeah. I was like, oh, fucking sigh of relief. Yeah, dude, it's, it's uh, I can understand why you don't like Laughlin. <laughs> Not only that, and then they're like, all right, now when I was out there, they're like, all right, you got to take these flyers and you have to hand them out to all the casinos. I'm like, bitch, it's fucking 90 degrees outside. Oh, I know. Bro, it's. I was out there last 4th of July, and it was uh, like 118 out there in Laughlin. Oh I mean, it doesn't get that hot up in Kingman because the, ele- the elevation's a lot higher. Okay. Um, but, yeah, you drop down into, like, Bullhead, Laughlin, Lake Havasu, you're hot like as shit. 117, Yeah, no, I'm chilling off that. Yeah, so I was like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's why, okay, so now I see why you were saying in, in your post on your story, like, if you want to shoot in Laughlin and Yeah, because literally it'll take me a half hour to get to those places. That's so. pretty cool. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm assuming a lot of my work is going to be out of Vegas, mm. just because like IT stuff. No, I mean, or like, like shoot photo yeah, shoots, like, okay. You know, photography, video work. I know yeah. it's going to be like that's going to be the big thing is Vegas. I'm sure you know, but um, it's going to be weird, man. I'm going to be living in a small town uh, because I'm like thirty five, forty thousand people in the town. Yeah, it's small, but that's kind of like a lot of people, though. I mean, it's compared to here, though, I know. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Would you, but when you look at like, because I'm I'm from National City, like I live I've lived in National City my whole life. Oh fuck yeah, that's so yeah. you know what I mean. Like National yeah. City, true, is easily about ten times that amount. You know what I mean? In in yeah. that area, you know what I mean? Yeah, a couple hundred thousand people. Fuck, um, crazy. How, think so about- only having like a tenth of that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. In a place that's probably the size of San Diego County, it's pretty, it's really spread out. Oh, so, okay. Um, that makes sense then. Yeah. So, I mean, it's, it's, it's nice. Did you, it's different though. Did it I, take you a while to find the place or? Um, cause the market. Oh yeah. I mean, it was, it's a seller's market for sure. Like, like I sold my house in an instant mm-hmm. and somebody came up and bought my house like that. Oh shit. And I wasn't even on the market. Like, this family came to my house and was like, you know, we like the layout. Because I live in, like, um, kind of like this. You know, there's different models for the homes. Oh, okay. but Like, different floor plans. Mm-hmm. They're like, you know, we love this floor plan. And we were wondering if you were interested in selling it. I was like, I was planning on putting it up for sale, but I'm not, like, done with, like, doing the floors and mm-hmm. stuff like that. And then they just straight brought their realtor the next day and made an offer. And just, Holy man, fuck. Yeah. And so I was like, all right, now I got to find a house. So I was out 
uh, I have my realtor out there. My brother lives out there. Oh, okay. So yeah, that's the kicker. Like my brother's been living there since like 2010. Gotcha. Out in Kingman. So, okay. um, he lives out there. He was, he got me a realtor and they, they were looking and stuff and I was just seeing houses go like crazy. Mm-hmm. Like it's not even cause they were that expensive. It was just cause the speed that they were going, like Shit. they would be on the market. And then an hour later, they're just already sold. Oh my God. Yeah. It was, so I've been sitting there like trying to deal with that. You know, luckily I bought a place, um, I put a cash offer in and they took nice. it. So, okay. um, yeah, but it's going to be, it's going to be different. That's great. Yeah. I can imagine just even visiting sometimes different places. I'm just like, ah, oh, that's kind of scary. Well, yeah, but like for the past, you know, 10 years, oh, yeah, you've been I've, been, I've been driving out there twice, sometimes three times a year. Okay. Or we would alternate. On certain years, he would gotcha. come here for the holidays, and then I would go out there okay. for the summer or whatever. That's or, good you know, then. For a little time, but not every day. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> I, I would go for like four or five days, and yeah. he would come down here for like a week or whatever. But it's never been like you're going to live well, there. You're here every yeah. day, day in and day out. So I mean, it's going to be it's going to be interesting for. And sure. then for your IT job, is that out there too, or like? No, I'm so I can't stay. Um, because Sharp is San Diego only. Oh, shit. Sharp, okay. Scripps, all of them, pretty much except for Kaiser, are like... Yeah, that's true. ...are San Diego only. Uh-huh. So I got to I gotta quit. Um, luckily, I have enough money saved up to survive a few months out there. Yeah. You know, that's what my, matters. Get my footing, find a job, you okay. know. Um, or something takes off and I get stuck shooting weddings in Vegas. True, yeah. You know I mean, yeah. I only got to do one or two weddings a month, you know. True. I can make it, but, um, you know, you never know. But, uh, Would you want to do that? Just shoot weddings, and, or just be a full time shooter? I mean, if you could, be, oh yeah, for sure, that would be dope. Yeah, but you know, I'm being realistic. True. Um, luckily, working IT, I can get remote. Oh, okay. Work, you know what I mean? I can work from home, um, like I'm doing right now. Or, you know, there's there's places out there that need need IT people. Yeah. So. But, I mean, there's also people who need photographers out there, too. Like, the realtor, I was complaining to her that the photos look like crap. (laughs) And she was telling me, you know, the owners just snap whatever pictures on Uh their phone. I was like, well, when I move out here, if you want to just skip all that, you know, pay me a small fee. I'll walk in there and shoot shoot your listings and stuff like that. And she was like, oh, yeah, totally. So, I was like, there was that. Yeah, that's good. Uh, uh, My brother... The college, they already asked me to shoot the uh, graduation ceremony. Oh, nice. So, you know, little gigs here and there. So I was like, maybe, maybe something might turn out. But having your, you know, your schedule open up can open up more shoots. Oh, that's stuff. the biggest thing, too, yeah. is like, you know, I working full time and then trying to shoot. Like, yeah, it's a bitch. Plus, everybody else works Monday through Friday, yeah, nine to five. And I work Wednesday through Sunday, one to nine p.m. or okay. one to 9 30 p.m. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So it's like, and everyone's already off work and then want yeah, to shoot. Yeah, so I usually tell people, you know, if it's if you want to shoot on the weekends, it's got I got to be done by noon because I got to go to work. Uh, <laughs> you gotcha. know what I mean? Okay. So it's like I hope you like waking up early. Yeah. <laughs> and like shooting in the morning because that's the only golden hour to shoot I'm going to be doing right gotcha. now. Gotcha. Um, except for like Monday and Tuesday. Yeah. But but yeah, nobody's off Monday and Tuesday. I am. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Barely. I was like, oh, you're off on Tuesday. Yeah. So. I have a weird, I, it's, it's a really weird schedule. Um, yeah. But it, I think when you're a caretaker or like you work in healthcare or anything, you're going to have weird schedules like that. Cause thankfully I make my schedule. So I'm like, uh, I can work around this, these oh, days. Oh yeah, there, for so. sure. Yeah. Um, you know, I work for a hospital, so it's 24 hours a day, 
So you just kind of pick whatever, whatever shift you can yeah, get. Whatever, yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah. So stick with it. But, um, but yeah, so we'll see what happens, man. It's going to be interesting. All right, brother. But, well, appreciate you coming on. Yeah. appreciate you guys having yeah. me. And anytime, obviously if we want to like, before you leave, come on that podcast or do this one again. Yeah, man, for sure. I'm for, for it. Sure. Yeah. I mean, if there's, if there's anything you want to touch on or whatever. No, nah, man. Down. We're, we're good right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where can the people find you? Uh, so you guys can find me on Instagram. I'm at uh, JRE Multimedia on Instagram. That's my website, JRE Multimedia at uh, dot com. And uh, yeah, I do have a YouTube. Completely <laughs> got like two or three videos on it, but it's it's really just for clients. So don't we all have that. Look at there, but we all have that YouTube channel. <laughs> that's just yeah. been sitting there <laughs> for years. I'm gonna try and knock the dust off of it. Um, that's one thing that I wanted to get back into too when I move. So. Okay. Um, I actually do like tutorials and stuff like okay. that and actually put those kind of videos out, like editing and stuff and shooting. Um, yeah, I wanted to dabble in that, but I was like, I don't know. It's a whole nother beast to take on yeah, for sure. Yeah, but that's what, I mean, that's what excites me is like doing that stuff. So I'm definitely going to get back into that. Um, but yeah, so mainly Instagram, Facebook, Jerry Multimedia as well, jerrymultimedia.com. Nice. Um, that's pretty much all I got as far as social media is. I'm lucky. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? I don't have anything else yet. Um, but, but, yeah, that's that's where I'm at. So. All right, man. Thank you. Appreciate it. And appreciate you guys it. can follow Thank me again. at Teddy Osuna on my Instagram. And I'll see you guys later. All right. Appreciate it, guys. Thanks.